0: Single simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, email us at single simulcast at gmail dot com.
1: One. Single. Simulcast.
2: Single simulcast. Shante's here and and I'm Rashani and um shout out to all y'all out there who um, are going through some hard times in in the in the midwest. The midwest includes the mid south, right? Like I don't know what to call Texas. I never know what to refer to Texas as, but it's the south. I feel I guess? like it's
1: the
0: south. It's the south. I think te- Texas and Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Louisiana. Kentucky, Louisiana, all of that. It's, it's the South. It's just, it's not, it's Midwest, if you like, think of it geographically, because it is in the middle and it is kind of in the West, <laughs> but I, it's, I think it's culturally the South.
2: Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. Especially since it literally does kind of encroach into, wow, y'all are right there. I'm looking at a map of the United States. I just want to confess right now how bad I am at um, geography. Social studies never appealed to me. Um, my teachers would say fuck all for like six of the seven months. It seemed like we were in school and the seventh month would be Black History Month and they just show us roots, which led to a lot of race riots. I... <laughs> I should have known. I knew this. I knew that Oklahoma City, I knew that Oklahoma and Texas were right there because they had the border war. And yet to see Oklahoma right the fuck on top of Texas kind of it doesn't take me aback. I just kind of thought that y'all were further up north towards Iowa or Nebraska.
0: No. We are right there.
2: Did not. Like Oh, okay. My day is shot. Like, I don't know what to do with myself now. Like, I really, I don't know why I thought that California narcissism, I guess. Um, I just really, I knew, and I know that y'all are right there, but out of sight, out of mind. Sure. You know, like everybody, California is like Barack Obama. Oklahoma is like John Quincy Adams. Not everybody knows everything about Oklahoma unless you're in Oklahoma. And I'm not saying that we're important or that we're popular, or that we're the new hot thing, but we are California and y'all are Oklahoma. Um, But you know, I'm not gonna rail too long on Oklahoma because I don't really have much to say about the fucking state because I don't know much about the state at all. Um, God, now that I look at it, Black Wall Street makes sense. Y'all are were like in the midst of racist country.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, every, shit everywhere is fucking
1: racist. Well, <laughs> like,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: but, but yeah, I mean, it was. There I'm were quite. a lot of black a lot of black people, you know, ended up in Oklahoma. Yeah. Just, you know, we have the most, I think, uh, majority black towns like they just like for whatever reason people, you know, a lot of black people settled in Oklahoma. And so there's a lot of small black towns and there's a lot of spots, you know, you know, there was Tulsa and there's motherfuckers and, you know, all over the place. That's what makes it so uh, frustrating to listen to, uh, you know, white east coast or whatever liberal motherfuckers you know denigrate the south because black people are here and have always been here Mm -hmm. and are and are dealing and aren't voting against their best interests they're being legislated out of being able to vote on their interests with voter suppression and everything so yeah it sucks to it sucks to hear those people do that but that's 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 because they white I mean, they, and they still yeah. racist too <laughs> <laughs> they still racist too you like you be like oh no matter who and you still racist too
2: yeah so whatever I, 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 okay so um now that i'm looking at this map like it's right here in front of me and my face is like literally being pressed into it like look at it i can see how um black folks would have ended up in oklahoma because i mean arkansas i'm sure was racist as fucking had slaves and we all know about mississippi and alabama louisiana and oklahoma's like directly to the left of them so okay okay um and yeah no um i mean i talk about racism a lot but we here on single simulcast ain't gonna give Wyoming a fucking pass I mean just because I'm pretty sure it's like 99.9% white people I'm sure the 98.7% of them are all racist <laughs> and uh, Montana North Dakota and South I have a cousin oh he lives in South Dakota military um, mm. one day I'm gonna have to ask him I'm quite certain he he gets the looks because he's a tall he's like six foot eight
1: six seven
2: at this juncture uh i'm sure he gets the looks from everybody like he's suspect number one and he's in the goddamn military so yeah nah the the west has um racism on lock don't forget oregon was the place where black folks it was like a white only state yeah so which is just special um if you're a white only state, then that means that y'all literally didn't know about seasoning until like you stopped that rule. Um, I saw somebody make uh, some food a couple of days ago and they never put seasoning onto the chicken. Um, And the recipe overall looked so like such a great idea, but they never put salt on the chicken. And I can't live like that. I, I can't, I can't do that lifestyle of no salt at all. That's just, heresy to me. Um yeah, it's
0: it's it's abnormally typical of a lot of these videos <laughs> that they right? don't you know, cuz they're not, you know, cuz it's one thing, it's one thing if you tell me like, yo, you're looking out for your sodium booty whatever, I get that. But that is not what these people are doing. This is not about them making more healthy foods. This is them they are telling themselves that they are throwing down they are making something that everybody's going to love. And it's just like, it's like a, a whiff of seasoning. It's like, whoosh, that's all you get. You don't get any, there's no shakes. There's no <laughs> pinches. It's just, whoosh, that's it. That's all you get. It's a whiff. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, a, a, just the ambiance of seasoning. It's right. not really there.
2: <laughs> if you close your eyes and just, it's, it's literally the um, le Croix level of seasoning
0: (laughs) like if you squint really hard (laughs) and then kind of peek out maybe it's there but it's really not not we use
2: the belief of salt here (laughs) like do you believe we put salt on your food (laughs) then we did that's how we work here you gotta trust the process (laughs) that we applied something now oh, whether it was good. salt or it was baking powder they're both white right so why oh, are you looking God. at us like that um but yeah no i saw and i'm gonna i'm gonna take this recipe and i'm gonna make it my own because that's look enough of y'all motherfuckers know me to know that i cook and um i'm good at it and so but not enough of y'all motherfuckers are snitches and i appreciate that Um, and so I could tell y'all straight out that if you want to be a cook, if you want to be a chef, this is going to blow your goddamn mind. You're going to be using a lot of other people's recipes. That's the whole thing. That's it. Like there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, so yeah, you're going to be using a lot of other people's recipes and then modifying it to make it more your own, things you don't like or you do like about it, you can augment and whatnot. But you're gonna be using a lot of other people's shit. And you gotta get past that idea that you're biting somebody else's stuff. Because trust me, Jessica's fried chicken is not the end all and be all of fried chicken. It's not the first and it won't be the last. Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Take their ideas and move on. But, yeah, for a while, I was just like, oh, yeah. Like, I just put up a menu, um, like, yesterday. And there's shit on there that if you had told me 10 years ago that I'd be making, I was like, get the fuck out of my face. But then I decided, you know, I'm going to put this uh, menu together and these things complement the meat. Um, And so now I'm making a watercress, a chilled watercress soup with yogurt. Oh, shit. Right, I feel bougie as fuck. Just saying it, like, like,
0: I, like, you fancy, huh?
1: Oh, right, fancy, like, huh? pinky up, motherfucker, oh, you fancy, huh? <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> like, and it's, it's, you sit there and you're like, can I do this? And you actually, I actually felt for a uh, a, a little while like I was not a real chef because mm-hmm. I'm using other people's recipes, and don't chefs use their own recipes and stuff like that? And then I realized, no, the fuck they don't. They just figure something out and get good at it to where they don't have to look at the recipe anymore, and then they make a video of them making it, and the folks are like, wow, you did that. Meanwhile, I'm like, I got to go to school for this shit. No, the fuck you don't. You, know, you don't have to go to school for jack shit anymore. The only thing you have to go to school for, honestly, is probably medical school and nursing school. Probably. And maybe teaching. But with YouTube out there and all these websites and all this knowledge out there and Google, fucking Google. You ain't got to go to do shit to learn. I told my kids. I think I might have made the kids on the basketball team. I think I might have made their parents a bit taking them a bit aback because i was like you know what are your grades looking like blah 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 we went in the circle and i asked them all how are your grades looking woop, 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 whatever and most of them were like i'm getting a's i'm getting a's i'm getting a's and b's and one of them was like i'm getting a d and he i was like a d in what and he said i'm getting a d in math and i was like do you google it and he just looked at me Because, you know, usually every other year when they're doing this shit, they're actually in class doing it. Right. Yeah. Kiddo, if you literally type in the math problem into Google, it'll give you the answer. And there's probably a YouTube video telling you how they got it so then you can learn how to do it. But you can type in just what is the square root of thirty five. See, that's how bad I am at math. I don't even know if there is a the square root of 35. What the fuck is the square? The square root is the third, is the three, right? It's not the two, it's the three. No, the square, no, the square
0: root is the two. Fuck! The square root is the two. So a, a better one it would be uh, 36,
2: because then it's six. Yeah. <laughs> Google. Like I said, <laughs> I, I will be the best math teacher up until fifth grade, like fourth grade, maybe. And then they started doing the um, the that different style of math where you got to learn like the new wave, the the I, I almost call it the cancel culture of math. Oh, what the fuck is it called?
0: Common Core.
2: Common Core. I knew it started okay. with C's. Um And then I was like, fuck math, too. So now I'm going to be a spelling teacher. Up to fifth grade. Like, I don't even know if such a thing as a spelling teacher. But my whole job will be to teach kids how to spell things that they didn't know they could spell. Like difficulty. I'm going to be the best spelling teacher ever. I'll win awards. I'll have them do nothing but spelling uh, bees every day. That used to be the shit when we were kids. Like, the teacher would be like, we're having a spelling bee and the winner gets. The three things that I remember most from being in fifth grade were... Spelling bees. The uh, math lesson we learned about fractions and the way we learned about fractions is that the teacher would give everybody that king size bag of M and M's, and you would separate the M and M's in the colors, and you'd have to count all the M and M's, and then you would say how many are 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 are. It's been such a long time since I had M and M's. How many are orange out of the pack? Right. And now it's a fraction, um, and we learned quickly that the easiest way to get this shit done was to eat half of the M&M's. So then you be like, <laughs> I have one orange one, one out of 75. <laughs> one out of 75 are orange. It's weird. It's God. What can I say? Um, and then the Scholastic book sales. Yeah. Because um, I used to take those papers home to my mom so much. She was like, do y'all do this every month? like, huh. Huh. And I thought that that's when I felt fancy. When you would come back into school with that little paper envelope folded back up with your money in it, and you'd hand it to the teacher in front of everybody that you were getting books. I didn't know back then the niggas didn't like to read. (laughs) Some of them folks probably did not give a fuck that I was getting scholastic books. And I just felt like I was on top of the world. And they were like, fuck you, kid. And I was like, I'm the best.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're the best.
2: I'm about to get this fucking Encyclopedia Brown book on on y'all motherfuckers. And the rest of them were like, I don't give a fuck about a book. Fuck you and a book. It did not, it never crossed my mind, the idea that somebody didn't like to read. And that's, gosh, watch this. Watch how I connect this shit. I assume that that is how some folks are about racism i just never thought that people didn't read i thought everybody did it because i did it and my mom did it and i was in a single parent household we just sat there and read and drank hot chocolate and listened to jazz i just thought everybody fucking did it i didn't know that people didn't hate black people i mean i lived in the house with my white ted and You know, he had this sheet and he wore it every so often. I went with him and I never got punched in the face for it. I just thought that that was the way. And then I got to college. Oh, man. Oh, that reminds me. I got to put higher learning on the hindsight list. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: That movie. Oh,
2: God. Oh, so... Right now, y'all are in a cold snap of all cold snaps. I looked at the picture of it, and it's just like the whole Midwest is just like a a blue line, like a blue. It looks like somebody spilled a blue raspberry Kool-Aid on the map, like the whole yep. mid-middle. How are y'all doing? How are you doing?
0: So far, so good. It's sunny out. Like whatever storms that were that came through, I think they have rolled out, and so it's just a matter of if. Of it just, you know, warming up enough to to melt stuff off of the road and you know, so motherfuckers can go where they want to go again. You know, the, the snow on the grass and shit, that's probably gonna be around for a while because it was so much. But yeah, I mean, my husband went to work this morning. He went to work yesterday. So we are out of the weather bad shit as far as like collectively, however, I know there's people who, you know, their pipes still burst,
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: you know, some people, you know, lost power. And so it's, I think there's pockets of people dealing with stuff, but it's definitely, definitely not like it is in Texas because we are on the, you know, our power is with everybody else kind of in the middle while Texas is kind of out on its own with its own power, you know, with its own power grid. So we had a, we had a threat of rolling blackouts. Power went out for like an hour. And then later on in the day, after it came back and everything, they were like, okay, we don't have to do the rolling blackouts, but for now, and but we'll see what happens. And so perhaps it'll be okay, at least as For this next week or so especially because it's not going to be super duper cold like it was before because before it was like in the negatives and single
2: digits I heard that um, somebody was telling me and I think they were in Texas I think I don't know I don't fucking listen to people when they talk what I I, I try Uh, the, the reason why I keep my video on when we record shows for everybody who's doesn't give a fuck. The reason why I keep my video on is to be held accountable. (laughs) So that if you see me looking down at like my fucking switch or at my dick, I don't fucking know. You could be like, stop looking at your dick. And I'll be like, ah! And then I'll look up. (laughs) Uh, But somebody told me, I think it was Texas, that it's supposed to be like 73 degrees on Sunday.
0: Yes. Like it, like, that's what I'm saying. Like the, like the cold and it's just a matter of it creeping up back to more like milder temperatures, which is really kind of a normal thing that happens in this part of the country anyway, where it gets cold, it snows for like a day. And then the shit is like, you know, if it snowed like on Thursday and Friday, by the time Saturday, Sunday comes, the shit is gone. Mm -hmm. But it's just that this time, It was like back to back to back to back and it's snowing all day and it's staying like super duper cold and it just exacerbates everything. So this shit is not abnormal as far as like, oh, it snows a little bit or it snows. And then, you know, you turn around and you realize like two days later, it was just like, motherfucker, I was freezing my ass off. It was so cold, but here it is. And I can, you know, go out in a light jacket you know, walking around past all the snow that still hasn't melted yet from a few days ago, the shit is normal, but what happened and the way it happened this time is not normal.
2: I'm just, I'm still dealing with the fact that y'all are so far down south Mm -hmm. and yet it snows where you are. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to wrap my mind around a lot of things at once right now. You got to bear with me. I didn't also, also tornado alley. That's Oklahoma. Yeah. Right. Does that mean that it goes through Texas too?
0: Yes. I mean, I think tornado alley is, excuse me. It's, it's, from Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, and pro- just that middle part.
1: God damn. You
0: know, now it now it shifts. Now there's different people environmentally who are talking about, you know, as far as climate change, that it may be shifting and moving and all this different kind of stuff. But a lot of shit, especially I would think a lot of stuff that even when it goes east, you know, like when you see shit where like, oh, there was a tornado in Tennessee or Kentucky or whatever, it probably started in oklahoma texas kansas it started in the middle and then made its way over because of where we sit and because you know where the the high pressure whatever the low pressure whatever mm-hmm. it hits right there in the middle and where that hits is where the tornadoes can start depending on the temperature and everything huh.
2: that makes sense i, I actually understand i Never mind. I'm gonna stop celebrating that I understood that shit. I understood that shit. I got it. Um. So, like, y'all are y'all get snow every year? Yeah. We personally. Yes.
0: Oh. Yes. We will get it it, now. But that's the thing. It'll (sighs) snow. We don't get winter and consistent snow like other places get snow. You know, like if you live up in Boston it's going to fucking snow yeah
2: yeah. like and, guaranteed
0: and, it's gonna you know it's gonna snow it's gonna stay there yeah. it's it's not going anywhere all winter you know for the most part it's gonna you know that shit's coming Where here in Oklahoma you get it snows like maybe for a day or you know for a day or two you may get an ice storm or something and so and that's what I was saying like it'll fuck shit up like we had the ice storm uh Earlier, I think, or maybe last year, I don't remember. And it fucked shit up. It was knocking down trees. It was knocking down power poles. You know, people were, you know, out of, you know, not being able to, to work and kids couldn't go to school and, and, you know, or couldn't get on, couldn't get online to go to school. So it, it'll fuck shit up. But it's just one of those things where like, it's it's a day or two of shit being really fucked up, shit being really scary. You can't go out. And then a couple of days later, it's over. And you can go wherever you want to go where and just like but this last time it was just way worse you know and the ground you know the roads and shit are completely covered and you know there's people trying to go up and down hills and they can't make it and all kinds of shit but yeah it gets cold in oklahoma and parts of texas it's just we're we're right there where we're you know we get all the seasons i guess is the best way to explain it where someplace like Florida where like they they probably do not get it depending on you know the further south you go like yeah. if it gets super duper cold it's just like what the fuck you know but you know like my dad was telling me that it was like 85 degrees where he is right now
2: oh he's in florida
0: yeah he's in florida so like yeah,
2: it's- my, my homie is in some part and he was saying the same thing and i'm like fuck y'all it's only 64 here See, (laughs) but yeah it's
0: just you know we get you know you definitely have to be prepared for all the seasons it's just that you don't always have to be prepared for winter precipitation so it's going to be cold but it may not snow consistently
2: and so it's just that kind of sharp cold that just like somebody flicks your ears you want to fight them type cold
0: Yeah, you can get, I mean, yes, it can get down into the single digits and and all this different kind of stuff. It's just, it's just that this time it was in the single digits and it was snowing. And so that's where it was like exacerbating, I'm sure like the power grid and the natural gas and everything, because it's like, okay, if it's really cold, people can still go to work. People can still go do things. They don't have to stay in their home if they're cold and all this different kind of shit. They can, you know, go where they want to go. But, you know, it's snowing and it's cold. And it's just like all people can do is sit in the house and turn the heat on. And, you know,
2: that's it. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) So, oh. Also in the world of, look, <laughs> Biden's already uh, getting on my shit list. Like, I just, how do I say this and still sound like I'm a Democrat? <laughs> like, Ooh, man. Why the fuck can't you just do what you said you were going to do? Like you say it in passing and then all of a sudden when it starts to happen, it's like, no, nah, I didn't mean that. Because now he's like, I'm not going to do the $50,000 student uh, debt. Student student, yeah. Yeah, student yeah, debt payments. I might do 10000 And I'm like, you know what people are asking you to do. You have a you 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 have the opportunity to get this stuff done right now, and you're not doing it because why exactly? What exactly is the 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 reason for you not following up following through with this?
0: Well, yeah, he said you know he said the whole thing about not wanting to uh, not wanting to help rich people, you know, who may have went to an Ivy League school. So as far as he, what it sounds like to me, me, it sounds like what he's saying is, okay, the people who have $50,000 in debt went to an Ivy League school and it's rich motherfuckers who went to an Ivy League school and they don't need it, which is completely missing how there's lots of different types of people Mm-hmm. who have ended up at an Ivy League school, that mm-hmm. it's not just rich motherfuckers at Ivy League school. And it's not just rich motherfuckers who have $50,000 in debt mm-hmm. or, or who could be helped by this type of, who could be helped by this type of thing. But that's because, but this, this was always the risk of going with Joe Biden. This was always the risk. This was always on the table that he would say one thing and do something else, or not even that he would say one thing and do something else, that he wouldn't go all the way. You know, that there were other people, like I feel like Elizabeth Warren, if Elizabeth Warren was president, nigga, shit would be done. Oh, like God. she'd be wiping all kinds of shit because she wasn't with it. She was never with it. She. It was just like, no, we need this childcare shit. We need this, you know, we need all these other things and people you know, people didn't want her. And I get that they didn't want her, but it sucks because for the people who want these things, they want the, for the people who want Joe Biden to do these things. There were people in the field who were ta- really talking about wanting to do these things. And they just didn't, they didn't get the traction. They didn't get the media push. They didn't get the people thinking that they were electable and You know, motherfuckers were worried about motherfuckers were worried about white people, about, you know, white conservative white people or whatever, who might want to who might want to jump over and maybe fuck with Joe Biden, you know, Mm -hmm. and it seems like it did. And it seems like that shit didn't even really happen. What really happened is motherfuckers organized and got motherfuckers who didn't regularly vote to vote. Which is what we should have been doing anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Is that you make the you know, this shit I've been saying on the show forever is just like, no, give motherfuckers way vote to vote. And that's what happened. And now they're possibly pissing that goodwill away by not giving these people what they want, by telling people that, yeah, the six hundred dollars that you got, you know, in November, December is was like a payment was part of the $2000 that we were talking about, you know, before the the Georgia special election. So now you're going to get the $1400 and that equals to $2000. That's what we meant and it's just like that's not what the fuck you said. That's not what you said. It's just it just it sucks. It it's 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 silly because it's like why don't you want to keep? Why don't you want to win? That's really what it is. It's like, look, why don't you want to win and keep winning?
2: I'm looking at this right now, and it's um, on CNBC.com. Um, only 3% of an elite school, Harvard. That's pretty elite, I think, you know. Uh, they made Facebook. Um if that's not elitist i don't know what. but um just three percent of harvard students even take out federal student loans um and amongst those students the median amount owed to graduation is between nine thousand five hundred dollars and twenty five thousand dollars because they're rich i still have student loans i think i might have paid them off already i might no let me be honest I might have just waited those motherfuckers out until they were like, if you give us $55, (laughs) we'll forget about everything else. Just give me the 50. I just, I'm going to the club tonight. Little Flip is going to be there. Yes, this is back in like the early 2000s. Don't judge me, judge yourself. I just need 50. If I get 50, he said I could take a picture with him. Just if you send me $50, I will we have forgiven so much shit that you've done Derek can you give me 50 I'm not gonna use it for drugs this time I promise just give me the 50 and so I gave him the 50 and I was free I don't know how much debt I had I know that it was a lot I had grants and stuff like that that I didn't know weren't like like Stafford loans and all that kind of shit that I didn't know weren't get out of jail free cards and so when they're mm-hmm. like you oh i was like i owe what you mean i owe i owe right right yeah because you know I, I was at the the store and i couldn't afford something he gave me like six bucks i owe him six bucks i owe no you mean this federally i owe oh i owe i owe so it's off the phone i go like click i won't be answering that telephone anymore because if i answer it'll be with a cough like <coughs> who this No, I said my name is Brutus. This isn't Derek. You got the wrong number. Get off my phone. That's how I lie. That's how we do. (laughs) But I mean, it's just, like I said, I was fully prepared to vote for the guy who his whole reason for being up on stage was to make fun of Joe Biden. Like I remember when I was six and you were running for governor of Delaware. That was greatness. I was fully, (laughs) I was on board with him. I was ready. My soul was prepared. Get these young folks up here, and let's see what happens next. And then old white folks are like, "But what about us?" Oh shit! Speaking of old white people, so Devin's surgery successful. Um, they he re- recovered in the hospital for a week, and then he came home, and he's been here now for what two weeks? Mm-hmm. Two weeks now? Yes, yeah, the nineteenth. Holy shit! that shit was 3 weeks ago. I was so scared 3 weeks ago. That's crazy. It's not crazy. It's that's wild. Um but anyways, so while he's recovering, he's in the pediatric ICU and there's nurses just coming and going. He gets a new nurse like every day and then a, a night shift nurse and and one day I come in because, you know, Nisha's in nursing school so she's right. I the I don't think I know that she saw this because she's fucking brilliant but she didn't want to do it she was like I want both of us to be able to spend time with Devin so I'm gonna go home one night and you can go home one night and I was like nah you're gonna stay here the whole time because you're literally in a hospital around doctors and nurses this is like extra credit for you like you're learning while you're learning how to you know, take care of Devin. You're also learning what exactly they do in this setting outside of your clinicals. Like this is just, this is a week of just excellence for you. So she stayed and I went home every night. And so when I came back one day, there was a white woman in the, um, in his room. She was his nurse. Her name was Karen. (laughs) And I have never seen a more apt name because she, the first thing she did when I saw her, oh, his hair, his hair is just so nice. Oh, touch, touch while he sleeps. She's just touching her, touching his hair. And I'm like, you're going to stop touching my son's hair. Oh, 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 oh. And she looked at me and I looked at her and they left out. And then when he was awake later on, another nurse came in to help out with some sort of medication. Another white woman. And Karen's talking and Karen was very standoffish anyway, with the way she was talking with Nisha and everything. Like she was the one nurse who wasn't telling Nisha. Yeah. I can, I can use your help. Come on up and we'll talk about this and we'll do this. And all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But when the other nurse came in, Karen went right back to, Oh, look at his hair. It's so you just, just touch it. Just, just touch it, bitch. We done already talked about this shit. Don't let me talk to your manager. I don't even know if there is a manager in a hospital. I don't know how that works. I don't know if the doctors are your managers. I will. I will tell somebody. You are not gonna keep trying to touch my son's hair. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I just forget his hair. So it just, just, it just looks so soft. Fucking Karen, as a nurse, this is crazy. Never thought this would happen to us. I, I mean, obviously, I didn't think any of this would happen to us, but the fact that my son had a Karen as a nurse just gave me pause for a, a couple days. And, uh, I, I, I tried to remember every fucked up thing that she did, but again, it was three fucking weeks ago, but I will never forget the fact that she just touched all up in his hair. Like she just deserved to be there for the hard work she was doing and really not doing it felt to me like she wasn't doing much but that's just me being salty now because she touched his hair and she wouldn't give me more than one apple juice at a time when i asked for apple juice <laughs> like they had the little squeeze boxes that were like the size that your your child got when they were in like 3rd grade that came with like snack and so i would ask for like four <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a sprite that's all i wanted because the first nurse that was in there she was hella cool she was like yeah you can make a spritzer uh non-alcoholic of course and i was like oh you mean like sparkling apple cider and she was like yeah we can do that so she came back with like six juice boxes then and, and and sprite and so we sat there and we drank with the crunchy ice and we were great and karen was like nah you can only get one why the fuck are you only gonna give me one juice why are you gonna give me one juice come here real quick baby No, I don't need anything. I was talking about Karen, the nurse. Oh, yeah. She with Shante.
0: Yeah, she was terrible. She just came into the room and did whatever on the computer, didn't really even interact with DJ too much. Except to touch his hair. She, yeah, I was going to say, except for she just <laughs> was so surprised that that was his hair and that it was so long and the texture was just so amazing and... Even before she left, like, she made a point to tell the next nurse, like, this is all of his hair. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful, right? I was like, okay, please just get out of here.
2: So, yeah, that that was Karen.
0: Yeah, they're strange. That's just all it is to it. They're strange and entitled, and I don't like it. That's really I mean that's really that's really all I got. It's just that they are strange and entitled.
2: Shante, you are going to make an incredible old southern black grandmother. (laughs) You are just going to be the best. You're gonna say stuff like I don't truck with that. (laughs) It's just gonna be the best. And every so often you're gonna cuss, and the grandkids are just gonna be like. Whoa, but it's gonna be so smooth because other than your granddaddy, I don't really fuck with white people. Whoa, did grandma say fuck? (laughs) Did Granny say fuck? Like what?
0: That's so real though. That's so real. It's like it's it real, it's like, you know, count on my hand who like I know for real, like they cool. And then everybody else is just like, "Mm mm-mm anything could happen. It's just like, I can't put it all the way past you that it could happen, you know, and not and not even on some like vitriol, like super duper KKK racist stuff, but just on some just cosigning some bullshit kind of stuff. It's just like you, that's possible. It's always on the table. As long as you're not actively, like to me, if you're white, as long as you're not actively pushing back on racist shit like like actively like you out here you looking for stuff you paying attention to shit you you know commenting you look you know like trying to like better yourself that shit's always on the table it's always on the table everybody's a suspect that's that's how i feel like <sighs> if you just on some halfway shit and you just kind of like, oh, that's kind of sad. And, oh, kind of wishy-washy shit. Nah, that shit's on the table. That shit's always on the table. If you're not actively fighting against, like, bigotry, bigotry, discrimination, racism, all that shit. If you're not actively against that shit, yo, you you're on the clock. It's just a matter of time.
2: So, basically, what you're saying, in so many words is that um, life is like a hurricane out there with white folks. I'm sorry. For some reason, the DuckTales theme song just came into my head and I was really going to walk it all the way out. Like I have lines in my head, but it was just going to get increasingly more and more absurd. I've realized that the folks that I know who have or or, who have or are in relationships with white people are the ones who tend to not like white people the most. And it's because, (laughs) it's because, and I've dated a white woman, so I can speak on this. It's because if you just, if you're black, and you deal with a white person at work or you deal with a white person in passing or a white person does something racist to you on the road or in the store or something like that. Yeah, that's, that happens. And that's shitty, but it's a different kind of shitty when you realize that your significant others, whole family are Trump supporters, or when you get those looks or when they don't want to talk to you about somebody getting shot because they just don't understand what the big hubbub is. People get shot every day. There's just a different type of ire with being around a lot of white people that you can't control. Like like your significant other, yeah, most times, more often than not, they're cool. They, there's a reason why you got with them, at least for black women. Black women, I can say honestly, every white man that I've met that y'all black women have dated has been cool as a fan because I know that y'all vet them motherfuckers like a motherfucker. Black men, not so much. Black men, y'all, y'all ain't vetting these white women well enough. Y'all just oh, she got ass and she white. She a pog. She a pretty ass white girl. She a woody. She a white girl with a booty. I'm ooh, I don't care about nothing else. And you find out it's like that Houdini song. Y'all became lovers before you found out that she was a fucking racist. Then you in bed and she's calling you nigger. Give me that big black nigger dick. And whoo, wait, what? That I, I just yeah. went soft. That's that's some bullshit right there. But or she or, or she's like disrespecting
0: your, you know, your black and white children. That shit happens too. Or you fuck around like you fuck like these babies. You know, I see them on TikTok and everything talking about how they white moms and stuff you know, mistreating them and talking shit and talking about their hair and their skin and this and that and everything. It's like, nah, man, it's not cool.
2: I thought that when she was born, I thought when they were born, they were going to come out looking more like me and not like him. Like, oh God. (laughs) At first I thought you meant I was ugly, but now I know that you mean that we're all ugly and now I'm insulted twice. Like, wait, what? Yeah, white women. We don't vet We don't vet well. Black women, though, I'm sure, yeah, before y'all get married, before y'all get into a relationship with a white dude, I'm quite certain that there are certain protocols that have to be met. (laughs) Like, there are a few tenants that have to be set aside. Black dudes, we're just like, oh, yeah, she gave me the pussy on the third date. Oh, that's it? Oh, I thought that was more than that. No, no. She doesn't cook. She doesn't clean. She ain't got a job. Um, She can't dance.
0: (laughs) I hate that for us collectively. (laughs) Like no, because you know, because like you, you mean like you're saying what you're saying, and what you're saying has some truth to it. And then at the same time, I know that I know of black women who have got with white dudes, and those those white dudes were fucked up. They were fucked up. You know, I know, and that's what. But at the same time, I also know how we collectively move. And there is that idea of the chill, like, you know, like just like the children who have the, the the black and white children who have black mothers are typically different mm-hmm. than the children, the black and white children of white mothers. And so you see it in it. So you're looking at them and it's just like, you look at their hair, or you look at the way that they talk or the things that they talk about. And it's just like, you know, like, oh yeah, I know your mom is white. Like I could like, I already know what time it is with you. I know why you're saying this shitty shit about black people. Cause you got it from your white mom. You internalize mm-hmm. that shit. Like it's just, it ha- and that's, and it's, it's fucked up, you know, that, <laughs> that it comes, that it, that we, that we have collectively come to that conclusion about particular types of people and their parents. Like we can just automatically look at somebody and just be like, oh yeah, I know what time it is with you. I already know. You know, you can't dance. Oh, okay. Of course you can't dance. So it's like you over here with your white mom or, you know, you, over, here, you know, Oh, you don't like X, Y, Z. Of course you don't, because you over here with your white mom, you appear mad, you know, about black people wanting reparations because you don't internalize that we all lazy and stuff because you got it from your white mom, you know, that kind of thing. And it's fucked up, you know, But I also know that it's not a 100% kind of thing, but I still know that's how we move. That's our assumption.
2: I am still knee-deep in the challenge. Um, Oh, okay. Pluto TV has finally put out old episodes, including uh, episodes where niggas I have never heard of. This is how I know that they're old. It's people I don't even know uh, from like when they still called it the real world road rules oh, challenge
0: Oh, okay like those early 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 ones. yeah
2: yeah first of all um if i saw some of those white guys on the street they catch hands because they call a lot of black women bitches on that show
0: yo like that's what me that's what me and my husband were talking about it was just like yo this shit was like wild wild misogynist yes misogynist. like all, a lot of these especially some of these, like super popular dudes like Johnny Bananas, mm-hmm. wild misogynists, like Wes, misogynists, like all of like just a lot of them just basically talking about like older girls, you know, and like like, you know, shit that we would think is goofy now. Like if motherfuckers get on, you know, get on Twitter and they're just like, oh man, you know, women are just more emotional and men are more logical. You know, they get lighted, they get lit up, mm-hmm. you know, on the timeline now. But realizing, like, yo, this these motherfuckers was wilding, like, you know. But we might not have necessarily realized it, you know, how because we because we're so used to it. It sounds like some normal shit for somebody to just be like, oh yeah, women are mo- just more emotional, and we're more logical. You know, of course we're stronger than them. Of course they're a weak teammate. You know, kind of thing. And it's
1: just like, yo, yeah, are tripping.
2: I saw an episode and And again, one of the problems of watching Pluto TV is that it keeps running like it runs 24 seven so if you go to bed, you might miss a whole fucking season. Um, but I saw an episode where Devin, who's mm, okay a, a black uh woman uh, who's uh not the most athletic,
1: mm-hmm. but she's
2: really nice and well, she seems really nice and she made it to the finals a few times, um either by not getting chosen to go into a challenge or just by sheer luck. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's, it's never just based on her athletic ability. Cause she'll tell you straight out like that ain't me. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good, but I'm not the best. She was teamed up with this guy. Like this is back when bananas was still called Johnny. Uh, okay. She was teamed up with a guy named Brad. I want to say, and Brad took, they, they were teamed up in the finals and um, they had to row to the shore, swim to the shore, uh, and it was it was Devin and Anissa and Sarah, maybe I don't know the third one. I don't I don't fucking remember. Uh, yeah. But they were uh, all having to swim back, and Anissa came in third place. She was going hella slow, and Devin came in second place. She was also going hella slow, and then the first place might have been like jenna or lauren it was lauren um okay. so lauren takes off you know lauren she's always like she's a super athletic uh person yeah. so you know her person that she's with is like taking first place immediately brad is in second place and so he's standing at the top of this mountain that he had to bike up that Devin now has a ride a bike up and he's watching her waiting for her to get there and he's just screaming at her you bitch hurry up you stupid bitch why don't you that bitch? And I'm just like, the fuck? And she talks about it during the confessional part. She's like, I hear him cussing at me as I come up. And I'm just like, I'm going as fast as I can. And I'm like, damn, that's the whole thing. Like, you ain't mad about him calling you a stupid bitch and all this kind of stuff. And it just, the, to, first of all, one of the issues that I have with the challenge is that they always seem to just have like maybe tops. Two black people and a bi-racial person. A bi-racial person's anissa. Yeah,
0: they and they did, and you know what? You know what I realized with those early ones? Yes. And then there was one that we watched recently, and it was like five or six really different yes. Cause this is because this is what it was. This is how I knew that they had more black people on there because Devin was on this season. And I can't remember, I'd have to go back and look what it was, but it was like Devin, Anissa uh preston Mm
2: -hmm. maybe
0: marlin and maybe somebody else and something had happened to devin's wig something happened to devin's wig and devin was like okay i can't have this wig anymore we gonna bury we gonna bury it and they had a black funeral
2: i remember she wore the hat she
0: was Right, and she was screaming and they were holding on <laughs> to her and everything. And I was just like, This is it. This is how you know there's enough black people on here because there's no way that you have this moment without enough black people on there. You couldn't mm-hmm. just have Devin by herself or Devin with one person. You had to have enough Black people on here to get what was happening to pull it off. And that was just like that one. This was this one season where it was just like, Oh, okay, you got enough black people on here. Because before, yeah. A lot of those, it's you know, especially because it's like you said with it being Anissa, because there's been enough of those situations where it's just Anissa and she's having to contend with whether it's Robin or Trishelle or some other girl coming at her about being black and being racist towards her, and mm-hmm. that that's that's what I noticed is just that those times where it's been Anissa by herself or it's only been like a handful of black people on there. And like, it's just, you know, Anissa has to deal with that, you know, deal with the whole racism shit.
2: I just, yeah, no, that season just took me aback. And that was the first season that Johnny was there. And then they showed the first season that Leroy was there. Um, And we were tripping out because I don't know, like the way that they were talking to him was like, you're, and I know, I know that these are, there's coded, there's shaded like words for black folks that we've just taken and we just made into our like a a compliment over time. But I'm quite sure that there was a time that being called a big beast. You're a beast! Was not the compliment that it is now. And they only call Leroy that. And then Naya was there a few seasons later and Naya and Leroy were on there together and she... Uh, She grabbed uh, Jordan by the dick and was like, do you have one of these? And they were just like, yeah, that was really misogynistic and and, and that was not cool. And they ran her off like they kicked her off the show. Meanwhile, there's another girl, Camilla, I want to say, who literally has hit people and said all sorts of racist shit on the show and never goes anywhere. And I'm just like, okay, MTV, you kind of failed with this whole setup. Uh, As far as putting black folks into a safe space, you didn't do that at all. Um, They got better, I guess, with putting LGBT uh, folks into a safe space on the show, but not really either. Uh, As time went on, folks didn't care. They were just about getting the money. But there were times where it just seemed like people were, I expected them to do better because this is a, this sort of a contest. And they should be good at that because they're gay or they're lesbian. It's like, oof, oof, like big. Yeah, oof. I mean,
0: like what what it makes me think about is how how a lot of this stuff wasn't that long ago, but how far it feels like we've tried to go with it. Like you know, in some in some circles where it's just like, ooh, oh, he calling her a bitch all the time, like ooh, oh, you know, or this person is, you know, uh. You know, one of the things that I noticed was uh, I think it was it was Frank and I don't remember what season he was on, and Dustin
1: mm. and
0: how uh I guess I guess the word is horophobic. Uh Frank was with Dustin because Dustin had did gay porn. Like he was constantly
2: I do throwing, remember that.
0: He was constantly throwing Dustin's uh gay porn in his face, you know, and how and you know, Dustin felt some kind, and it, and it seems like Dustin has felt some kind of way because I've seen later seasons where he's trying to hang out. You know, he wants to link up with the dudes, you know, in the house and everything. And he's feeling like his his gay porn uh, career is like a hindrance and everything. So it's, it's stuff like that where I feel like, uh, I feel like if something comes on television now, and somebody has done gay porn that people, you know, you're gonna get think pieces about people being upset that somebody was trying to throw their sex work in their face because we are, you know, collectively, there are people who are just like, no, sex work is work. There's no reason for you to be shaming somebody for doing sex work, you know, fuck fuck out of our face. You know, there's websites and places that people can air that type of, you know, grievance. And everything where it just didn't feel like that was something then, you know, five, six, seven years ago.
2: I'm just I'm glad that I would say I'm glad that they grew up, but I saw some episodes in future seasons where again a lady literally got kicked off the show for being just a horrible person and saying racist stuff about the death of um George Floyd. So they mm. should change these folks no. make their money go home sit there live out their money and then come back the next year and do it again with somebody different or do it again um rinse repeat sort of situation
0: yeah yeah they come on the show or they get picked you know they get picked to be on these shows on like the the you know the the legacy reality show so that they can become somebody on the challenge later and they're still shitty. you know, they're a shitty person, you pick them because they were shitty to go, you know, live in the house and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
0: now here they are on the challenge and still shitty.
2: Right, the folks who just quietly go about their life and don't actually make any waves, they're not the ones who get to come back. You have to do something that makes yourself memorable, I would think, in order for them to say, you know what, let's invite this person to be on this show again. So then they can try and get more money or they can get money. And so I wonder how many people on the show were just fake as far as the stuff that they're saying or the stuff that they're doing. Or Because there was one season, a uh, bit of a spoiler alert, I guess, um, but there was a season that happened recently, like the season before this latest season, where Johnny and Wes ended up making an alliance oh wow yeah they were like the whole season they were they were working together and you just wonder like did they call each other like i'm sure when it's not when the show's not going on these folks talk to each other because they spend so much time with one another so i wonder if they're like we need to put a new spin on this you know they have us there and every year it's supposed to be we hate each other let's go ahead and do something different
0: maybe Or, I mean, there's always a chance that they got together on some, let's do something for TV shit, you know, or they just, or they just came to the conclusion, like, look, you're a good competitor, I'm a good competitor, let's stop working against each other and work together so we can get these, you know, because that's, because that's what I've noticed with, with both of them, is that they're, they're good competitors, and they care about, they're, they're good enough to make moves to get the people out who they want out and try to keep who they want to keep.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: just that sometimes one or the other gets the upper hand and then they lose. You know, so they can't. They both can't make it. Where now it's just like, look, let's just both try to make it.
2: We're gonna make it out here. So you've been watching any, um, Wandavision?
0: Yes. But I haven't watched today's episode. I haven't watched this one that's supposed to be, I guess, with like Modern Family, but definitely caught the previous weeks.
2: Okay. yeah, no, I I, uh, my daughter called me at like 1130 at night last night. So I I was up and I watched it and it's it's worth it. I'm not going to spoil anything, but um, obviously, because that's not how we get down. But what are your thoughts of it thus far?
0: I mean, I'm, one, enjoying it. You know, totally enjoying it. Uh, two, it, see, I, what, what I noticed, one of the things I noticed, it was last the last episode with, with Vision on the outskirts of the town. And it was mm-hmm. just like, oh, this is that horror shit that it seems like this is supposed to say se- this, it seems like WandaVision is supposed to segue into the, the multiverse Dr. Strange thing that's mm-hmm. supposed to be on the horror thing. Is just like, Oh, this is it. This is that vibe that they're, that they're going to go for in these next, in this next movie. And it felt it, it felt like that kind of like, Oh shit, is one of these people going to like kill him? Well, not, not, not kill him, but it's that feeling that, that unease that, that like, you know apprehension of what's what's going to happen what's going on even though clearly what was what i feel like was happening in that scene is just that this is probably you know where wanda's power you know she can make you know she's using most of her power to make everybody closest to her move around and do everything that they're supposed to and now she's using other power to keep these outs you know these people you know further away to just be still and that's it just you know don't die, but you can't do anything.
2: One of the things that with the last episode that came out, the uh, Halloween special,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it really struck me how much COVID has fucked shit up, because this was supposed to be out in October. Mm-hmm. So the Halloween special was supposed to literally be, you know, coming out on a Friday, which would have probably been somewhere around. Halloween and it would have just hit differently and then it would have flowed right into, uh, the, the Dr. Strange movie, which I don't know when that's going to happen now. Right. Um, I know that they're saying that in March, uh, the winter soldier, uh, the, the Falcon and the winter soldier is coming out like March 16th. Um, and that WandaVision is supposed to be ending, uh, like March the 5th. Are they going to put the movie in between those or are we just stacking up shows now that have no connection to anything else or that have connection to things, but just in a small, slight way?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if any movies are, I mean, cause hell I, I think black widow is mm-hmm. what, what should have been out and that still hasn't come out yet. So I have, yeah, I have no idea what they're, what they're going to do other than just, yeah, these shows are coming out and we'll fi- you know, it'll connect however it's going to connect.
2: And the crazy thing is, everybody I'm saying everybody like it's like it's like it's a, a thing. I don't give a fuck about the Black Widow movie.
0: No! <laughs> not at all. <laughs> like, agree. Hard agree.
2: The Black Widow movie is at the same place for me as like uh, the 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 Joker movie or what's what's the um the vampire from from Spider Man who's supposed to Jared Leto's movie?
0: Oh Morbius.
2: Morbius. Morb- I, I don't.
0: Morbius. Yeah. I, I can't.
2: Here. I I I think I want to give a fuck, but I can't cause myself to give a fuck about that either. I'm just like yo, can we skip past that one and get to the more important stuff? Like unless y'all are just going to pull her out of a multiverse somewhere where, where Scarlett Johansson comes back to life, she dead.
0: Exactly. Like, I don't care about her backstory. Like, cool, 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 whatever, I guess. Yes, she, you know, assassin, train, multivam, okay. But yeah, no. It's, no, I don't care.
2: The point where it would have been a good idea, in my opinion, for them to have done the um, the Black Widow movie, Would have been when she had whatever weird-ass vision she had uh, in Age of Ultron. And where she saw herself as, you know, back in the day, learning how to become an assassin and doing the ballet school and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you should have done a background story then. And I know that the way that Marvel works is that that's not how Marvel works. But I don't want it now. Like, I asked for pizza three weeks ago. Now, I kind of want a Popeyes fish sandwich, which are bomb, by the way. Oh, God. I've had two because my father in law bought me two at the same time. That's how this worked out. I didn't go back for a second one. But there's this place out here called Long John Silver's.
0: Yeah, we have
2: that. Oh, cool. I don't, that's not even, you know, California narcissism. I just really don't know what's a regional place anymore. But the, Popeyes fish sandwich. I'm so glad that you have those out there because I can tell you straight out, the Popeyes fish sandwich, the fish tastes just like Long John Silver's fish.
1: Okay.
2: Except it's not greasy. You could do it without the pickles though. Have them put on like extra uh, tartar sauce, but it it's banging. It is.
1: Okay. I
2: I, I chuckle when I tried it. But there yeah, you go. that's that's about it
0: um yeah. black widow Mm-mm.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-mm. and also
0: I, I unfortunately i think she that character probably suffers from uh a lack of men in power thinking oh, or men thinking that the female characters lack something so they put it on the back burner and don't think about it and then now it's like oh well people think you know this shit is popular okay now we got to do it you know Mm -hmm. and everything and it's just like y'all late y'all y'all like y'all could have been did this she could have been interesting she could have you know she could have been worthy of a you know origin story movie like some of you know like some of these other characters got and Mm -hmm y'all just late y'all late to the party and now motherfuckers don't care
2: and it's like with the steps that they're taking because they are taking real steps with WandaVision uh to introduce more women uh Mm -hmm. in starring roles in these in these movies and and tv shows that are getting more fleshed out storylines and we get to see more of their um emotional mindset and things of that nature I don't want to go backwards to where y'all didn't give a fuck about Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I don't. Why do I want to? We're here now. Like, okay, I, I would have gladly, <clears throat> I gladly watch Wandavision. I think it's amazing. You know, I, make me care about Black Widow. It's the same way I would have felt if 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 Hawkeye had gone over that fucking cliff. Make me care about Hawkeye. (laughs) I I don't. I I care a lot more about Kate, Lady Hawkeye, than I do about Clint, Guy Hawkeye. And that's not going to change. So I don't want to watch a show about it. And I don't care about... The thing about Black Widow is they fucked her with that insipid storyline that went nowhere where all of a sudden she had a crush on Bruce Banner. They yeah. didn't give her any 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 defining role in any one movie. Like she was just literally a um, Swiss Army knife, as far as the role she fit into. In Winter Soldier, she was a sidekick. In Age of Ultron, she was a love interest. In Iron Man, she was eye candy. To be honest with you, I've never seen anything until all of a sudden, you know, they get to Endgame and they get to, um, they get to Infinity War, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, y'all remember this person? Let's care now. And I can't do that. Uh, if I hadn't read the the book about Vision, like his comic book. Um, and I hadn't read House of M, I probably wouldn't have cared about Vision because they did essentially the same thing with him. He was a means to an end, but they never really fleshed him out. It's like they showed him, then they they showed him being created in Age of Ultron. And then they showed him fighting in Civil War. But, eh. and then they showed him in Infinity War.
0: Yeah, a little bit.
2: Going off to like they show him and and Scarlet Witch really just living there, like having liaisons in in foreign countries. Yeah. So they don't really other than the initial five. um, No, let me be honest. Thor. Iron Man. Captain America. They all got fleshed out stories. Black Panther got a fleshed out story because Ryan Coogler did it and he showed love to like, they actually fleshed out the, the, not just Black Panther, but they fleshed out the, the black women in Wakanda more than Marvel had fleshed out any uh, woman or, or person of color at that, at that, to that, to that point and i think that was really the changing point when folks were like oh so they marvels like oh so they really are actually they they care about these people maybe we should go ahead and just see where we can go with this but it's too late for black widow they need to just put that on disney plus and be like y'all welcome like just just drop it the way that they dropped um Black is King by Beyonce. Don't even tell nobody. Just let it go viral. That would be dope.
1: <laughs> sure.
2: That would hit if they just dropped it in Disney Plus and didn't tell nobody. And somebody just pops up on Twitter like, oh, my God. I went on Disney Plus today and Black Widows, there." niggas would flood Disney Plus.
0: They would. They really. They really, really would. Like, regardless of how good or bad it is, people would start watching it just to find out they would mm-hmm. at least those those first few days they would watch it. Hell, even even without the first few days, people would just just sit and watch it because I feel like people, you know, like I didn't watch Malcolm and Marie, but so many people were talking about Malcolm and Marie that I know motherfuckers just watched it because people were just talking about it. Talking mm-hmm. about how bad it was or how good it was or how much they liked it or didn't like it. They they just they just watched the shit.
2: I didn't watch it either it didn't i wasn't i mean i love zendaya and john david washington but it just to be honest i didn't see my rainey's black bottom either right or fences
1: sure
2: i, I just <laughs>
0: i mean i'm not bad i'm like i'm not I'm not mad at you. I know for me, I, one of the reasons why I didn't want to sit and watch Malcolm and Marie was because I thought I read that they were supposed to be like in a long term relationship,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and having problems. And it was just like, OK, she's super young,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and in my mind, like a long term relationship is like, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 years, you know, a long time to kind of be salty at somebody. And it's just like, this don't make sense. This seems like this is supposed to be like people in their 30s who maybe got together in their 20s. Not this person in their 20s being with somebody in their 30s, having these kind of conversations and this resentment and everything that is just like, mm, I'm cool. I'm sure somebody will, you know, somebody else will love it, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna keep it
2: moving. You know, and, and it doesn't, I don't, you know what, Google is right here. Google is right here. I'm just gonna Google this real quick while I'm talking um, and then I'm gonna talk about it. Um, So Zendaya is 24 years old. Yeah. Everything that I've seen her in, Mm -hmm. everything, is her playing a a kid, a high schooler. Sure. Sure. Even Euphoria, she's playing a high schooler. So you're actually right. To say that they're in a long-term relationship, how long are we talking here? Like, you it can't be more than... I mean, unless they're talking... We, we've we been dating since elementary school, and I ain't seen the movie. We've been dating since junior high school, and we just stuck together, which can happen, I guess. It just... I, I went right past... Malcolm and Maria went to one night in Miami which was cool. Mm. And I went to uh Judas and the Black Messiah which was frustrating as fuck.
1: Yeah,
0: I couldn't watch that. I couldn't. I like understand. yeah, husband turned it on and I was just sitting there studying Korean <laughs> while it was on and then uh it was right at the part where you know, I'm sure he gave, you know, he put whatever he put in, in Fred's drink and I was mm-hmm. just like I gotta go I'm out of here
1: mm-hmm. I'm not gonna
0: sit here and watch these people stylize stylize them you know assassinating Fred Hampton so It's just like I'm out and that's mm-hmm. it and it's you know and it was so and thinking about what the movie was about and, and you know I think the kid's name is, is Jesse Plemons. I think yeah. the, the white dude, you know, shout, you know, shout out to Jesse Plemons. He's a, you know, he's a good actor and everything, but it's just like, look, I don't want to sit and, and watch a movie, you know, about how the government, you know, assassinated Fred Hampton. You know, and it's just like the government did that shit. <laughs> like, that's what's so fucked up. It's like they actively pursued killing a 21-year-old man. Like he was young. <laughs> he
2: and, was and a baby. Exactly. And I didn't know. Like that's one of the things that frustrated me so much. I live in fucking California and Yeah. George Seals. Yeah. Um oh, the Black Panthers out here in, in, in Cali. Yeah. Tupac's mom, sure. Fred Hampton, crickets and they definitely didn't talk about them in high school they didn't talk about them in history classes all we talked about we we like i said social studies and history were not my thing they would have been if they had talked about shit like this i didn't know any of this and to see it for the first time like this like holy shit i felt like i felt when i watched roots mm. like just that 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 mad that frustrated yeah it's, i mean
0: that's fucked up and it's, it's it's fucked up because the information is right there but you don't know what you don't know you know it's like it's like stuff about fred hampton isn't far away but if you're never introduced to it and only except in like introduced to certain things like you like you you know about the Black Panthers in California. And that's really what people only talk about is the Black Panthers in California is them on the steps with the guns and them again, you know, and Ronald Reagan moving against them. And, and just like, that's where the focus is. And so you think you tell yourself that that's all it is, but it was, you know, it was a whole organization and here's what happened in Chicago. But, you know, it's, just like, you don't, you don't know what you don't know. And it's just, I mean, it's probably just like, uh, you know, the, the Tulsa race massacre. Mm-hmm. It's like, I lived in I lived in Oklahoma practically my whole life and didn't find out about it until I was in my 20s and only found out about it because my teacher at the time was working on a reparations case for them. So he was like right there in it. So it's not like I just randomly, it's not like just some history teacher just randomly was just like, yes, I'm going to teach y'all about this. It's just like this guy had a vested interest in teaching us about this. So I could, you know, if I don't take that class, I still don't know.
2: And then it comes out on on Watchmen. Watchmen, yeah. And everybody now is like, oh, yeah, no, what's this, what's that? And it's always... It's always interesting to see what white people are allowed to disperse out in the, not just in goodwill, but just to further a storyline in a TV show. Because I've learned about a lot of fucking shit that's happened to uh, people of color Mm -hmm. because it further storylines. That's how I found out about Rosewood. Mm -hmm. Was the movie Rosewood like. Oh, somebody should have warned me about that shit too. Cause, yeah. whoo! God damn, yeah. that's that definitely
0: is... a one and, a one and done. Right? Never again. <laughs> Never ever ever ever.
2: Right? That is some straight up just ugh. And we were watching that like it was fucking Passion of the Christ. Like Christians just going to see Passion. It's just like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this at all. Well, you gonna watch it because we are watching it. I don't know what it is about black folks. It, it, you know what? It ain't just us. I'm sure that there's white people who made their kids watch movies about the rapture and and thief in the night and then made you as a as a fucking five year old told you that the that God was gonna come back to get all the people who believed in him and the ones who don't are gonna get fucking executed as a five-year-old and so you're watching the show as a five-year-old about how you can go to sleep one night and then you wake up and everybody else is fucking gone except for you and the very next day niggas start dying as a five-year-old my grandma would have us all come in the front room and sit down and watch a thief in the night every year around easter and i swear it was the closest thing if i could find a video of it i will watch it for hindsight Mm. in halloween for horrible horrible movie month it is just you know it's gonna sound a bit interesting if god is as great as christians say that he is they wouldn't have to use scare tactics to get you to keep coming back to them.
1: Mm.
2: When you use scare tactics to get somebody to stay with something or stay with somebody, that's literally an abusive relationship.
0: Yes, definitely. Definitely.
2: And to start scaring kids at a very young age. So then they will fear God. I don't know if they know what the word fear means. I don't want to fear somebody I'm supposed to love. I can't really do both that well. I can do one or the other, but it's going to, if I try and do both at the same time, it's going to literally tip further one way than the other. Either I'm loving you because I'm scared of you and I don't want you to get mad at me and strike me down, or I don't fear you at all. And if I don't fear you, am I doing this right? Because you're going to come back and you're going to take everybody up with you. But nobody actually says what we have to do in order to make sure that you come for us personally. And then there's a thought of, okay, so. Fuck y'all motherfuckers who have the bumper stickers on your car. Oh, God, I hate that bumper sticker. In case of a rapture, this car will be unmanned. Then walk. (laughs) god damn it if you believe that much to walk like you were literally saying you know what if he takes me up it's not gonna be before i catch some bodies (laughs) as as soon as god hope
0: hope you got insurance while you're still here buddy right i'm out
2: (laughs) as soon as i make it to the gates i am murdering at least four people a pile-up happened nigga if if you i'm just saying i'm just saying if you're a Christian, you should not be allowed to be a pilot.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm not saying it's discrimination. I'm just saying that it's safety and common sense. And I don't want you to be flying a plane full of 243 people. And then all of a sudden you get raptured and the plane <laughs> drops.
0: That's so scary. That's right? so scary. Right? so scary. it <laughs> <laughs> just. No, it's also super like back to you talking about the whole abusive relationship and stuff and that's so so much of uh of of christianness is really wrapped up in oh if you don't do right you're gonna get in trouble and it's so and it makes so much sense the way some christian people move because that's the focus like it's not the focus on compassion either for yourself or for other people it's You know, it's not taking care of people. It's not, you know, giving time to people. It's not about being patient with people, unless this is the other thing about about as far as patience. motherfuckers is real quick to talk about being patient when somebody does something really, you know, fucked up, Mm -hmm. like terrible, because they're up there trying to, you know, reposition themselves, like, make sure you have patience with that person, because I might do something bad, too. And I need people to be patient with me. So let me make sure I'm telling people to be patient with people who do bad things. And that's fucked up and so it's it's just wild how they how that that abusiveness is just everywhere it just permeates everything if you don't do this you're going to get in trouble if you don't do this you're a terrible person if you don't do this you're just unworthy and i feel like that's what we're all gra- a, a lot of us are grappling with is you know we've been told how unworthy we are in so many different ways. And we're all, you know, trying to fight our way back to feeling worthy or or we're just making other motherfuckers feel unworthy because we feel unworthy too.
2: <laughs> We've put up with so much, I mean, I say we, I don't know. Shantae, I've known you for what? seven
0: two thousand i was gonna say like 2013 14
2: yeah seven i think seven years at least something like that we've seen some shit and people keep talking about the reason why they know the cancer or cancer that cancel culture is not a thing is because white folks keep thriving now i've seen podcasters let's let's just put that out there like like We've done episodes, I've done episodes, where it's just like, if somebody went back and listened to that, I, I, I'd be, I've apologized for it before and I'll do it again. But there's some stuff that was said that was just like, not cool. And I don't know. I think about that kind of shit all the time. Like the idea of, first of all, fuck Rush Limbaugh.
1: That, <laughs> for real.
2: He did. He did. And that's dope. Like that is great news. Like that's <laughs> what?
0: I think it was, I think I don't know if it was Jeremy, like himself said it, or if somebody, or he, if he just retweeted somebody, or if I'm just attributing it to Jeremy, but whatever. But he was like pray, whoever it was was like prayers down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I saw a cartoon where they sent that nigga to extra hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um He. Horrible, horrible motherfucker did some horrible, horrible shit. Pat convinced the the here in Sacramento, where for a long time we were known as the melting pot of the United States of America. AM radio out here played his shit. And they played a lot of just fuck boy shit. They played his stuff. They played Dave Ramsey, who uh, oh. I know I, I know you know, but Dave Ramsey fucking hates poor people. Um, real like and my mom really subscribed to dave ramsey's uh lifestyle which is why i know that black folks could be really good republicans if they wanted to if they just wanted to change a little bit they could do it um mm-hmm. because i mean i'm not going to get off on a complete rant but on the Chappelle show where they gave reparations to black folks finally a lot yeah. of the folks in that in that skit were acting as I would think Repu- black folks would if we became Republicans. Y'all watch out, there's Pope folks out here. Yeah, but yeah, fuck Dave Ramsey. Just as an aside, um, but Rush Limbaugh played like three times a day on that on that AM network, and um, he was the precursor to Alex Jones and all these other folks who just got out there and just spouted and spat all this horrible rhetoric and racism that just fucked people's minds up because they believed it so strongly like they just wanted somebody who sounded like them to say what they wanted to say but just didn't have the, the, the nerve or the audience to say it and so when somebody else said it they were like I'm all in on this fuck that dude podcasters say a lot of fuck boy shit even now there's some podcasts who were still out there putting the worst of the worst out there in the world and are uh, changing the minds and hearts of people who have just been waiting for somebody who thought like them to say what they say because they have an audience or a voice it's not different it's not going to change I mean there are literal racists who have podcasts on apple right now that are hitting like millions of people and so while i'm thrilled the rush is gone and i wish i could find his grave i would literally like stand out there like the westboro people with fucking banners and shit like tap them twice to make sure um there's racists all over podcasting who realize that they don't have anybody who's metering their words. And so they could say all sorts of vile, horrible shit. There's, there's homophobic people. There's transphobic people. There are sexist, misogynistic assholes. And it's getting worse. The only thing about it is that we don't really pay attention to it because we're in our own world of listening to what we want to listen to. But they're out there. I'm yeah. quite certain Alex Jones is on Spotify. And I know all of them are on Apple. So while we're talking about trying to make this uh, nation, well, I'm not talking about it. I know the shit's not going to happen. But while Biden is talking about trying to heal the nation, all that kind of shit, you better start with really do like Pornhub did. Pornhub found out after like six or seven different news stories came out about it that they had kids they had people who were posting up video of, of teenagers and kids and bootleg movies like that's not in any way as bad as the first two but so they went through after they lost ads, after people pulled their support of them, they were like, we're going to go through, we're going to do a full audit, we're going to get this shit cleaned up. And they started, they changed the way that they went about submissions to their, um, their site, because people were also putting up revenge porn and all this kind of stuff, and it just got bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Apple can do the same thing. Spotify can do it libsyn all of them can actually go through and find the people who are saying rhetoric that is racist divisive uh blue lives matter all that kind of shit they can do it it ain't that difficult to do a search but nobody's putting their feet to the fire to do it i really things like this just made me feel like folks are just performatively mad
0: Oh, yeah, there's, yes, there's definitely people who are, yes, who are performative, who are performatively mad. And then I also think that what it's going to take to really do it is honestly, what sucks is that it feels like it would be, it's, it's on the people who are actually harmed the most by the stuff that they would be fighting against. So it's on, you know, it's on people who are affected by racism to fight and to bring to light how fucked up it is that these, you know, whoever it is, is being racist or the misogynist, you know, it's on the people who are affected by misogyny by, you know, it's on them to bring it to light and everything. And it sucks because it, you're ba- it's basically like asking them to do something else. It's just like, here you are, you've been kicked and you're on the ground, but now get up and, you know, shine the light on all the bad stuff that just kicked you in the teeth. You know, it's, it's bullshit. It's, that's what makes it so, yeah, it makes it extra frustrating because you're right, because there are people who are just performatively mad and they're not going to get in the trenches with those people who have been kicked in the teeth.
2: Ever, it's gonna like the people who are performatively mad remind me of that episode of um the boondocks where grandpa was like, Yeah, I showed up late because I needed to go get something to drink, and by the time (laughs) I got there, I, I realized I didn't have a raincoat, so I couldn't be at the protest and all that kind of stuff. It's like, Yo, like, what exactly do you want? What are your hopes for this? Are you mad because it happened to you? That's usually the way that change happens is when it happens to you in particular. Sure. I think that's a problem. Shit hasn't happened to enough of us yet. I think when it does. Then that. Will affect change. I thought we were close. I thought. You know, when white folks all of a sudden started talking about fucking Juneteenth and all that kind of stuff last year. I thought that, you know. I was like, yeah. okay, maybe. Maybe they care. no nah. No.
0: Yeah. It's too. I think it's it's just I think that's that's the other thing that sucks too. That it does is that sometimes it does take people to be affected by it personally before they make a move and it but it sucks because it's just like how often are our white people going to be affected by racism and discrimination they're just not they're just not going to experience it the way a black person will experience it an asian person you know a a south asian person they're just not they're just not going to get it it's not going to hit the way it hits those of it the way it hits other people of color they're just Mm -hmm. not gonna get it but maybe maybe that's maybe part of it is like we collectively need to stop waiting on them to get it it's like fuck with who gets it and you know keep pushing for what you can push for but maybe stop waiting on yeah stop waiting on those motherfuckers to get it and stop arguing with them trying to dunk on them and everything it's like pay them dust because individually i don't know how much we can we can do you know like people of color i don't know how much individually people of color can do to affect change in white people i really don't think that we can no that's some that's something that they have to figure out and comes to terms with and talk to each other about and 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 do stuff about it maybe where we can affect change is with the government you know like if we're actively pushing for you know we're not trying to uh like one of the things that i think about is i don't really care if white people change like i don't care it's just like you feel how you want to feel you know whatever but I think it's more important that it's just like white people don't have to change if you make sure that black people get paid like they're supposed to. If you make sure that when a motherfucker gets arrested, uh, they go to jail or they get fined like they're supposed to, or, or all this, you know, whatever, you know, whatever the things are that needs to happen that aren't about, individual. like if the systematic things will change, then fuck it. You feel how you want to feel, you know, Bob, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you know this person should be able to get their house appraised and it should be appraised for what it's worth and not them have to hide you know their black people you know their black family photos for the appraiser to come in and appraise the house at the right thing mm-hmm. you know at the right amount
2: which so, reminds me um if we ever get our house appraised because you know it's going to happen eventually can i fly cody out and i'll leave <laughs> And y'all can put picture yourselves up or him. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't know enough white people out here that I actually know and like and trust. I know nope. 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 That doesn't work either. Yeah, so I might be flying Cody out and then he just, you know, y'all just pal around the house for a while, we'll leave, we'll get the six hundred thousand dollar appraisal that we're looking for, and then I'll cook y'all something. Okay. Because, yeah, finding out that people are getting, like, finding out that they were supposed to get, like, a $500,000 appraisal, and their house gets appraised for, like, $160,000, that's some bullshit.
1: Yeah. Whew,
2: yeah. Okay. I think I got everything off my chest. Was there anything that you, anything else, Hand movements.
0: Anything else? I want to say. No. Oh, I. I don't know. I'm disappointed with the way Harper Harper's Bazaar photographed Megan the Stallion. It wasn't very. It was a very dry photo shoot, oh, and no. it reminds me. It reminds me of other dry photo shoots with with black women on these uh, covers. Now, I have no idea who did it, you know, who did the cover. But it just feels like, a, you know, another thing where they try to go supernatural with with the Black woman, like, really low-key and everything. And I guess I guess it's just like, why not just go, you know, where's the drama? You know, what, where's the, I don't know, the je ne sais quoi. But yeah. it, just looked, it just didn't look, you know, and it's just like Megan is so pretty and it just didn't i just don't think it translated with whatever angles or lighting or you know art direction it just didn't it didn't quite hit you know not that i was going to run out and go buy the harper's bazaar even if she looked really great but it's just i think it's disappointing that you know the internet has this moment to be able to feel disappointed i guess cuz she you know she's really pretty mm-hmm. you know megan is don't like megan is really really pretty Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, this this isn't it.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures right now. And um, the coloring that they use, it doesn't, like, it just, it doesn't pop.
0: Yeah, it's just kind
2: of meh. I mean, the dress is cute, I guess. It, I, I could see the dress really standing out for her, and but they don't put it in a in a color in a lighting that I don't know. I see her edges.
0: <laughs> yeah, and also uh, I didn't watch the interview because I wasn't trying to. I don't really care about Gail King, but I do think. Gail King, when she was talking to uh, FKA Twigs about her experience with uh, Shia LaBeouf and mm-hmm. and his their abuse, you know his his abusing her, she asked, "Why did she stay?" And it was just like, "Yo, what the fuck is wrong with you?" Like that's not a journalistic question. Like that's, you know, and and good for FKA Twigs. Uh, you know basically being like i'm not answering that It's fuck up you know and so you know it just sucks that she had to be put in that position that was that is not okay
1: mm-hmm. that is
0: not how we are supposed to support people that have experienced abuse because that just feels like you just victim blaming why just stay?
2: exactly did, did, you know. shouldn't you have known better
0: yeah it's just it's, it's
1: fucked up
2: yeah, I'm looking at these, all of the Megan Thee Stallion, uh, pictures, The Stallion pictures, because the Harper's Bazaar, the shoot is available online completely. And out of all of them, I think there was like one good picture. Maybe. And the rest of them just, they're lazy.
0: Right. It's a, that's it's what, a lazy that's, shoot. That's what it looks like. It just looks. Just like not quite, like the effort's not there. And it just, it sucks. Cause it, oh, she, you, you know, she just, she you know, shines. somebody comments, like somebody commented about how her selfies have more going on. And this is just her taking a picture, you know, it's her taking a picture of herself and they have more going on. It's just not, I don't know. I don't know. You know, so, somebody else commented like maybe they're trying to make her look sophisticated or or whatever you know I'm sure but it's just it was dry it looked like a dry photo shoot it just didn't it didn't quite capture what I think people gravitate towards as far as Megan Thee Stallion is concerned Mm
1: -hmm. Hmm.
0: (sighs) but yeah I don't I don't think I have anything else
2: yeah okay well
0: oh oh uh, bts has an unplugged on one of these days i think next tuesday oh okay so,
2: i'll watch it
0: i think i think it's next tuesday they have an unplugged
2: um i do have one more thing which okay. is um i saw pictures of Tory lane uh, uh with his patchy ass hair um and I just want to say, as a nigga who's balding, nigga, just let it go. Um Don't braid it. Don't crochet it. Don't wrap it around. Don't do none of that. Just let it go. That's it. I um, don't oh, know. I oh, don't know. This nigga had just... I realize that we in this day and age with depression and everything, you may not have the energy or the, 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 the spoons as they call it, or, or, or a barbershop to go do your own hair, but just take it down. Do that soon. Um, because nigga, your shit looks horrible and that's coming from somebody whose hair looks horrible all the time, but at least I'm willing to admit it to myself and I won't let anybody take any picture with my hair looking like, can't you don't you but yeah that's it that's all I got um, anything new in the world of learning Korean
0: uh, no. no I mean I'm still you know going at it I guess there, is, there are uh, there's stuff on clubhouse now I found like clubhouse rooms Mm -hmm. where people are like speaking Korean and stuff and everything and so I haven't started you know I'm not speaking to anybody but it's cool to listen to and everything so okay
2: well uh, I started Ratchet Book Club okay um, which is right now I am reading uh, we are in the series of uh, Quan Mills. I, I call this uh, ser- this segment "Mills on Wheels," um, <laughs> and I'm reading "Old Thought Next Door." And okay,
0: okay, so like this is like the 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 black uh, urban fiction. Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: Um, first episode came out last Saturday. Initially, I thought that I was going to be doing every Saturday, but I think I'm going to do more because it's only me and I'm reading. So I can read out loud and record and just pop it up um, as I see fit. And I don't want to wait for our lives to be a fucking brain. (laughs) I don't want to have to wait a whole week to read another couple chapters. I think that's bullshit. That's not how I read. Like if I like reading, I just want to read, but I don't want the episode to be too long. Um, But I did the first two chapters uh, last Saturday. And I think, after this Saturday, I'm going to go into just reading and just putting out episodes as I read through uh, each one. But yeah, right now it's about an old uh, woman who likes dick. Wow. So far, that's the topic of Old Thought Next Door. And apparently there's a sequel, uh, which I'll get to somewhere down the line. But I'm also going to have like the Phantom Booth in there because I like that book. So it's gonna be a lot of different books and a lot of different styles of me discussing it and how uh what I think about the chapters and stuff like that. And then at some points I might have other people join me on there and we do like a table reading of a chapter.
0: Okay. Yeah. So that 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 definitely sounds oh man, that's just making me think of <laughs> making me think of uh Rachel Whatever's name. Oh
2: the, oh, the book of lies. <laughs>
0: fucking lies that was a mess
2: oh my that was god a
0: real mess
2: she was um somebody did a story on her a couple days ago about she's complained about how she still can't get a job
0: yeah yeah I th- i think i did see something about that that she can't work you know she can't be a lunch lady or anything
2: and i still feel no empathy
0: yeah i'm kind of just like wow but then then somebody else was just like, oh, man, I thought she could do hair. And I was just like, man, I thought she was like in Idaho or whatever. Like she ain't around black people. <laughs> That's probably why. I mean, because she probably could, you know, she probably could make something happen if she was like around enough black people and they needed their hair done. Mm-hmm. She probably could pull something like that off. But I just don't think that she's, I don't. I thought she was like in one of those not a lot of white people states. I mean, not a lot of black people states.
2: fucking idaho i'm sure that they're racist out there too but i don't know i don't go <laughs> sorry sorry uh but yeah so that show and then we are doing 80s week um our 80s month for hindsight um first episode will be out next week it'll fucking be problem child i hate that movie i watched it again and i still fucking hate that movie Oh, my God. It's horrible. The kid is horrible. I, I I am really just doing this episode so I can watch Brandon do literal gymnastics trying to explain why this kid isn't a fucking asshole. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Because, I mean, after watching this movie, I can actually say that uh, 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 Kevin from home alone
1: not mm-hmm. that bad
2: wasn't that bad at all compared to this fucker so yeah but um yeah if y'all got any uh thing else leave a review uh on itunes uh or wherever you listen to podcasts at leave a five star review if you the place you listen to doesn't let you leave reviews just, just go to itunes that's that that works um Thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah. Y'all be good. We'll holler at you later. Peace.
1: This is Single Simulcast.
2: Don't know by now, just slip?